anything like aggravates my skull. If anything, you get what? You just get dandruff straight away. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And like itchy scalp and dandruff. Yeah. Whereas I've never had it before. Like in my entire life, I've never had dandruff once. When I haven't I'm had dandruff. Hair. Started using weird stuff in my hair for having long hair, like hairspray. Yeah. Big yeah. one. Uh, dry shampoo. Big one. And something else. And yep, I got fucking dandruff. I was like, is it, is it snowing inside? Yeah. No like, one tells no. you about that kind of shit that like. Mm. All this, the, like, I think, oh, women have got all these hair products. They must be good for your hair and whatever else. Most of them actually fuck your hair up. Yeah. So it's, it's well, that's all... why they all have to go and have 200-pound hair treatments when yeah. they go to the salon every six months. They have, basically, they have the hair glued back to the scalp. Yeah. I was, like, I've just this not, skin scraped not had a haircut for a year and a half, and then that, yeah, I've got, this is the product of it. But then if you don't look after it, you just fucking... We're getting less and less manly every episode. So I uh, oh, I, kicked, oh, I spat yesterday. Oh, I, I do have... I got look, my nails did. I've, I've got dirty man hands from oh, being okay, under yeah. the car bonnet. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I had my nails done. <laughs> <laughs> had them manicured. Mm. Got acrylics. I don't know what that I is. Or what is it? What's the other one? Got um, gels. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't like fake nails, yeah. You don't th- mind them. I don't like them. Don't like them. Yeah, I've got a thing. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't like them if they're like really, really long. Yeah. If a fake nail looks like it's real, that's all right. That's all right. Mm. But just anything that is obviously fake, it's is a real turn off. Like talons. Yeah. And they're literally like angled. It like not, you know, like a, to a point yeah. rather than a flat cut. Yeah. Like. It's it's one. Of, I don't know. For me, I'm just like. Ugh. Maybe it's person to person. Maybe on some people, it would, you'd like. Yeah, it suits them. I just generally don't. No, I always think it, I don't know, I've just never liked it. Obviously, it's personal preference, but yeah, for me, I'm always just like, not very nice. No, not for me. (laughs) But have you ever had a girl with raggedy fingernails? Nah. Nah, you see, that's why. Yeah, maybe. I bet if you had like a ratchet fingered girlfriend, you'd you'd appreciate all the fake nails in the world. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I I think fingernails should just look like fingernails, like a normal human. What I want to know is why when I wake up in the morning, is the dirt under my fingernails? When I go to bed after a shower, everything's crispy clean. You need to wash your bed sheets. <laughs> <laughs> or you're scratching your ass. <laughs> it's bum. I'm assuming we're rolling it's, right it, now. Yeah, we're we going. <laughs> we're going since you had dandruff. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, there we go. So, just uh, see, this is the shit that we talk about before we actually press. Yeah, play. I just started pressing record because we uh, we would sit for 10 minutes talking about the nonsense. And it's just, it's funny, it eases it in to episode 62. We're doing really well. We are. We're yeah, on such we're a rocking and rolling, rocking and rolling. It's a bit of a weird one as well because we we've got the short still to release when we're filming because we're filming yeah, cause this, this is, one early. This is quarter past five. Is that right? Yeah, I yeah. put put five minutes first, fast, so that I'm on time for stuff now. It doesn't work. <laughs> it, it, it gets me closer. <laughs> it gets me closer. Um, yes, this is Tuesday. We're filming this one. So we're not doing on Friday. So this is super early, but because I'm away this weekend, mm-hmm. so do you, I, do you know I'm away. So hang on, when, when this will be out? This will be out next Monday, This will right? be out Monday, so I'll still be away till Tuesday. So literally, as you listen to this, yesterday, I will have driven monster trucks yeah. over other cars. It's pretty cool, right? Man. Yeah. I'm a man. And <laughs> breathing problems. I breathe like a bulldog. That's <laughs> manish. <laughs> when did that start? I don't even I know don't what it know. is. It's like a... Oh, do you know what I found out about the uh, voice thing you were on about? Like, why do they all talk? Oh, you literally, you were having a conversation, <laughs> you tangented, and then you tangented from the tangent and finished none of them. Uh, so, monster truck driving over cars, it's a, it's a belated gift from COVID times that got put back. Yeah. 
Um, I was supposed to do it all around, you know, when I went and flew the plane. Yeah. And then I got, so I got the monster. I was doing a bit of an adventure thing. So now tagged on as well, skydiving. That's pretty Tandem sick. skydive. So it's the baby version. It's not like what we want to do where we yeah. get to do it ourselves, which we need to chase that. Yeah, yeah. I'll me- yeah I've completely forgotten about that. Uh, yeah, I'll message you. Because we want to be able that. to be solo jumping. Yes, yeah, so you actually get qualified to Yeah, do yeah. So this oh, is more... looking like fucking mini me. <laughs> <laughs> in, his little, in his little <laughs> baby suit. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to be gonna, babysuited up. Yeah, some find the biggest you. guy possible. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to message you. Someone like up. Imran size. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, just make me look like I'm absolutely Can't even touch the ground. You're just like... Your little legs kicking. Be like a Master Blaster yeah. from, from uh, Mad Max. Um, what's, yeah, I'm going to have to message him, though. I want to message beforehand, what can I wear? Because mm. I want to be able to like wear the silliest thing possible. Mankini. Well, not that silly. I mean, something like <laughs> Thor outfit or, you know, something, Deadpool. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, just something that'd be fun. Yeah. What, see, what? see what my limitations, but I reckon they'll be super gay and strict. They'd be like, because they they put a weight limit right now how does this fucking work there's weight limits for your height how does it matter how tall you are compared to weight like what's like so what maybe it's who you're strapped to like they're gonna want to strap you to someone of a similar do you reckon it's the human limitation it's gotta be yeah because Realistically, they're not going to want to put someone who's like five two with someone who's six six because they'll have to carry you. you I suppose the guy around. on the back's going to be doing a lot of the control work, isn't he? So if you put a five six d- dude who's like eighteen stone, yeah, with a six foot guy who's thirteen stone, mm. maybe the f- they're just topsy turvy everywhere because he won't be able yeah. to control the dude's weight. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's it's got to be. Balanced. Anybody who knows, let us know in the comment section. Answer yeah. that question. Enlighten us. Um, it's so yeah, it's a choose. So I will have just driven monster trucks. I still haven't skydived, that's not till later, but um, yeah, I will have driven monster trucks over cars. So I'll let you know how all that is in the next one, mm-hmm. next Monday. So we're time traveling again. I know it is, it blows my mind a little bit trying to wrap it up because Imran's video just went up yesterday for us, which so far has done really well. Yeah. Everyone really loves it. If you haven't checked that out, make sure you check out last episode because we covered what did we cover? Everything we there did was... different one though this time. We've got. I got confused as what well, because we did a short with him, man, as well. Yes. But in the short, we covered natural testosterone boosting mm-hmm. and some which other were, stuff. Which will have come out. So that'll be out as yeah. well now. But in the main one, we covered the common questions for TRT use. Yeah. Things like, will it shrink your balls? Yeah. And stuff like that. So if you're interested in all those things and just general, some funny stories he comes and out also with. also Imran's past as a rapist. <laughs> yeah, that needs a lot of context. <laughs> but we're not going to give it to you. You're going to have to go watch it to yeah. see what that's about. Yeah. Also, hashtag not a rapist. Don't go. Yeah, he's, he's a good yeah, guy. Yeah, he's definitely not a rapist. Yeah, you'll find out if you listen to the episode what, why Lou just said that. <laughs> but because it is a Tuesday afternoon, we again aren't drinking. So we still haven't christened the lovely gifts we got the other week of no. our I've got myself a little beer, but... but... We're not going to bastardize the tumblers that we had given by pouring something into them that isn't a whiskey or a rum. No, no they, will be christened they will be christened properly. properly. Yeah. So instead we are because I want to. Got the Davidoff little mini cigarellos. Now, I, I tried to put these uh, in a cooler thing, but uh, they're actually quite long and don't fit in the ones that all the other ones fit in. So you actually get a little bit more of a cigar with these. Uh, I yeah. messaged Anthony today, actually. I messaged him yesterday. Did you? How weird. Oh, yeah. That's very coincidental. I didn't know that happened. He hasn't replied to me yet, though. Oh, he replied straight to me. He said, I hate you. Must think, yeah, he thinks I'm a prick. He said, I hate Lou. God damn it, Anthony. Okay, he's just messaging me now. Oh. And I said, yeah, don't reply to him. Yeah, just, just ignore him. Oh, that's what I like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. And just pretend that you didn't see his message. What Cla- were you messaging about? No, he put something up about 
I put something on my stories and he put something on there. So I then that sparked my memory that we hadn't spoken for a while. So then I messaged him directly. I was talking to him about obviously. Actually, I don't know if he did reply. Did he blank to you as well? Unbelievable. God damn it, Anthony. <laughs> did he not reply to you? I don't know if he did because I remember. I th- No, he hasn't. Unless he did and I haven't seen it yet. Because I said to him, so I said to him, been too long. We need to change that. Hmm. Oh, I've missed these. So I've missed our cigars. The reason I messaged him was because we are in the very, very early stages of sorting something with the actual crewcast event where we're going to do something live. Um, and I'm just trying to find some dates from a few people. And Anthony's definitely somebody who we want back on. Yeah, definitely. In, okay, Imran, Anthony, yes. and I don't know. Well, we were hoping to get somebody potentially from Burning Barn. Um, that'd be quite cool yeah, if we could actually get him on. Yes. Um, mm. Ryan as well, potentially. He was in, anyway, Burning Barn guy. Yeah, he, I already he said he's in. Yeah. I, I know, uh, basically, we are trying to plan stuff out, but because we want to get multiple people in, we need to work out dates that are going to actually suit for, for several different people first, and then we can we can announce more from there. But We also want to do it when it's quite nice weather so that we can have... The gym open and breezy and fun, and people yeah. can have a smoke of a little bit of what they want to smoke. Yeah, exactly. drink about what they want to drink, and then uh, we're just trying to work out whether whether what package you guys would like, whether you want it all inclusive with accommodation and everything included in just the one and the ticket, or whether you just want a ticket for access and then you sort your own shit out or whatever. So we'll, we'll we shall have a a little uh, question and answer session with you guys, which for some reason the other freaking week didn't work when we had him on. Put up the question on my stories, as you guys always normally see and always get involved with really quickly, even to your best stupidest extent with your great would-you-rather questions. Yeah. And it just trickled by. Thousands of people saw the story and literally nobody sent anything through. And even by the end of it gone for 24 hours, yeah. still nothing well, had come we, through. Well, we tested it and I, I like submitted a question and it just nothing. Yeah, so nothing can, if through. you had an issue with that story, let us know. Hopefully it won't happen again, but we'll put up another one for next week's uh, podcast to get you all back in and rolling. But when that I, was bizarre because it was an annoying one. When I tested it, I wrote it out, sent it exactly as if it was normal. So I yeah. imagine everyone else probably thought that those questions came through, but we... We got nothing. Yeah, we couldn't see anything. I only got one I sent to myself, test, yeah. and then the one you sent through. Right. And that was it. Whoa! Jesus! What was that? That was the microphone. Uh-uh. That's a heavy boy. That was the wind, if you didn't know. Yeah. It's because it's... The wind is so now It's metallic. early in the day, the sun shines, so we've got the blinds down, but it's also warm as fuck, which I'm not complaining about, but we've got the windows open because we're smoking, and... And the blind, which weighs about 10 grams, with the power of the wind, just knocked off a, what could be, what, like a kilo microphone? Yeah, it's got some weight to it. Leverage. It's all about leverages. Yeah, it is. It's all in the hips. So, yeah, that was what the bang was. Um, yeah, so we're going to work our way towards getting that event sorted and just get more out to you guys and just kind of include you as much as possible. So let us know ideas in the comment sections or wherever you can hit us up. Give us ideas, throw us things at us. And, um, you know, the more shit we throw at the wall, the, the more that will stick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we uh, we had another chat as well about, because people seem to like the, the little short things that we're doing. So hopefully they start picking up steam. As well as actually doing short shorts as well, like literal one minute shorts, and also featuring a couple of other things that go on behind the scenes, like when we go to when we go to the cinema, maybe getting some some little clips of us just doing stuff, or when we're training. We don't train together that often, but well, we're going to try to. 
changing that up. Yeah, because I need to film more at yours anyway and give you all that to keep the content coming. Um, I was actually going to come down today until I realised we had to film this this afternoon. Right. And, it, and then, yeah, all cut. so I'm going to go to the gym tonight and film some boxing stuff. And then I might try and get over to yours tomorrow instead yeah. and get over early, like I said, and film some more bits for the YouTube. And uh, so that's all rolling. I've got also some cool stuff. So I've got the um, Worst Pain series coming back. That's going to be the massage series with all the problems and the massage and the treatments and stuff you guys can be doing and you can see me suffer that is hopefully not this weekend i'm gonna start filming that next weekend and then and then and then uh yeah more filming from yours so i want to come down and film like three or four videos and they go at yours short ones like five minute ones technique stuff then i'm going to do the motivational stuff from here from in the podcast room so hopefully the people will be getting something at least a video from me every other day on YouTube and start ranking out because fucking YouTube is just screwing me left, right, and center at the moment. Mm. It's unbelievable, unbelievable. It's like properly just dicking me in both ends. <laughs> like I get people messaging me, didn't even know I was still uploading for the past year. They thought I just wasn't on YouTube anymore, and they're subscribed really? and everything. Yeah, it's so strange, isn't it? I don't, I don't really understand Disgusting. what what YouTube's like trying to achieve. No, nope. can you pay to boost on YouTube? I think you can. I don't want to have to. To get it back in the back in the ring, yeah. and then once I've got the things rolling, I wonder if that's, be able to back off. it's almost gone the same way with like Instagram. Obviously, once Facebook took over Instagram, they were just everything had to be like, like your. We actually were scrolling back through to our old posts because we were we wanted to see what the last April Fool's joke we made was. What on B- BCB? Yeah, from yeah from the BCB page, um, and COVID was going last time, so it wasn't really like a we didn't really do something. So it was the year before where we made an April Fool's joke. Yeah, and. We were like looking at the like, bearing in mind we had less followers and less everything else, and the interaction on our posts. We were getting like, we were getting double, triple the amount of likes and views they, with yeah, less they, followers. They've smashed it people down by like sixty percent. Mm. They and the the sick thing is, is they want you to pay, and when you pay, it's not worth it. Yeah, it doesn't even unless you pay multiple times consistently. Right. Then I guess they start making it more and more worth it assholes it's just disgusting because the community feel is lost totally nothing lost on instagram now it's turned into a video platform like tiktok we've seen that and they wanted that to happen so they only fueled that so anybody that was a photographer and was doing really well and created beautiful imagery and would show that now has been screwed over you know it's just they don't care about their creators that's what annoys me Mm -hmm. there's no care for the creators which are basically earning them their money I think that's why some of these other platforms like Twitch and things like that, which are much more community-driven, seem to do well. I think it's just um, everything I've seen of Twitch seems really good. It's just We need to work out how we integrate Twitch. Yeah, yeah. I think um, definitely doing something live. Or even, I wonder, like, do me and Lex both play games. Badly. Yeah, yeah. Lex more badly than me. Oh, yeah, definitely more badly than you. Yeah. <laughs> more badliest? More, I'm the badliest of the two of us. <laughs> um, but is that something people would care to see? Obviously, because a lot of the time they've got the Twitch stream, so it'll be the camera will be facing us, but then we'll be in like the corner of the screen and they'll be watching us play and then they can kind of see us interact as we go. But don't you need a screen record for Twitch? A lot of them now, so like I don't know whether your the PlayStation has it, but a lot of them, it's like they can have it built into the app. In, into like the actual app when they're playing so you don't need to like hmm. it's not a third party thing anymore i don't think we'll look into it yeah then you can what what so we just play a game and chat pretty much well i think we'd have to potentially hook up another camera to to point at us as well yeah so, so then it's screen records yeah. and then i think that's how people they can get it to work because before you had to have like 
other. You'd have other... to have it screen recording with extra cameras. Yeah. Dual screen and like editing. a chat up as well. And yeah. A, yeah. I don't think it's that complex anymore. I think it, it can be if you want it to, um, because obviously you can get much more benefits if you're there, like interacting and messaging people over the live chat as well. But we probably wouldn't do that if we're actually if we're legitimate. If you're legitimately playing a game. No, you have, have to have a live chat. Fun- that's, that's what makes it fun. Yeah, I know, but we can't we can't be like always responding to it. We might be able to like be reading through as we go, but it's not like. Well, I'm gonna lose anyway, so I can just keep. It's reading, not like us playing chat. Like, yeah, yeah. So and then if people will be interested. Yeah, do it. Mm-hmm. Whatever, just you know, it's fun. I enjoy doing these. So the more we can build on this, the better for me. Oh, can we talk about our? Uh, well, it doesn't matter for you, but for me, now I'm <laughs> I am now an influencer as well. We are now. Sponsored by Cineworld. Oh yeah, <laughs> unofficially oh, yeah, yeah. sponsored by Cineworld. That is a fact. Yeah. So the other the other week, I got a message from Cineworld, one of the area managers, who loved our Batman review so much that he um, has given Lewis and I. Access- oh, I got the. Did it? Do you end up getting it to work? I haven't tried it. So okay. So he's we basically we've been given an annual pass for Cineworld mm. to go and watch movies at our leisure and critique them. So what you might actually end up getting is some movie review special episodes, which are shorts as well. I think we need to do them as separates. So oh, it's not the yeah. entire, just we have that as a, a separate thing. Like, like a 20 as... minute, 10, 15 minute one maybe mm. of just the movie. So we can go and watch stuff we would not normally watch. Yeah. Break it down. But we are not being biased. If it sucks, I'm going to say it sucks. Oh yeah, fuck. Hell yeah. 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 So that's pretty cool. And also we might have a little something for you guys too. Is that right? Yeah, so that does work. I tested that. Yeah. So from right now, if you sign up to the Unlimited with Cineworld, which is where you pay uh, just monthly one a one-off like fee uh, every month, you can go watch as many movies as you like with that. It's your Unlimited card. I think you have to upgrade if you go into IMAX. You pay like a supplement. But other than that, you just book it and go, book it and go, and it's just a one-monthly fee. And that, and it is actually if you go and watch two movies a month mm. you are actually ahead of what you're already paying because yeah. i think it's i think it's like 16 pounds a month 17 pounds yeah. a month or something but it costs you a tenner a ticket normally eight yeah. or nine pounds a ticket normally and well we've got 20 25 off right so on your first month if you pay for the annual thing it's 25 off your yeah. first month if you use code lex fitness nice yeah so it's a little bit of something a little and- something and uh, what we'll do is we'll try and see um if we can get something for you guys uh, for an annual pass rather than a month-to-month. Because I know this is the month-to-month one if you pick to pay month-to-month direct debit. Yeah. It's 25% off your first month. So we'll see if we can get something for if you pay one big lump for an annual. Because mm-hmm. yeah. that's an option on there as well. Yeah, we're going to see how it goes. It's not something we necessarily intended. but oh, nice little add-on. Yeah, it just came, it just came about. But it's it very cool because we both love the cinema. Yeah. Really, like, really love the cinema. It's just Yeah, like fight if you make noise in the cinema, love it. Yeah, City World won't sponsor us when, we, when they find out that we're beating up, beating up their view, viewers. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> we're basically free security. If yeah. you're in a film with us, and definitely if you're there with me, because I'm like, cool, I got backup. <laughs> Normally it's like me and a non-fighty person, yeah. so I'm just like, right, which wall is closest for me to get my backup against? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll do it. We'll fucking t- take on, take these, on a bunch of chavs. These six chavs that have just walked in late and are chatting. Mm. I'm ready to go. I had to do a bit of... Uh, well, oh, I went to watch... Um, oh, I can actually give you a little film review. Ambulance with Jake Gyllenhaal. All right. Went to watch it with my mum for Mother's Day. Yeah. Uh, so I've got a couple of mum stories. First one, went up to Manchester to see mum, took her out for a nice meal in Didsbury. 
It was lovely. Yeah, Gusto went there. It was lovely. And then um, took her to the cinema as well. So we had like a full day, you know. And uh, she picked Ambulance to go and watch because she's seen the Batman. And uh, so it's Jake Gyllenhaal. It's a bank robbery movie. Is this where it's him and a... he answers the phone? The... No, no, no. That's a different movie, Jake Gyllenhaal. That's on Netflix. Right, okay. Where he's uh, on emergency call phones right. that's yeah. brilliant that film right, okay. if you haven't watched like that film that. watch that film on netflix it's sick but this one's um ambulance it's called and it's a heist movie basically heist okay. heist going wrong obviously you know it's gonna go wrong because the heist is at the beginning of the movie it can't go right otherwise the movie's 15 minutes <laughs> yeah. long yeah. completed <laughs> yeah but this the, you just think so for the majority of the movie it's then them in an ambulance mm-hmm. which shouldn't work because i mean it's two hour long movie it's long yeah it's fucking brilliant the way in which it's filmed is so fucking clever they use a shit ton of basically high arcing and angled shots alongside drone work intermittently flipped in with close-up circular work as well so everything circular so like it spins around the the what your the feature who they're looking at there's loads of scenes like that where like the pace picks up and then the camera goes from a steady shot to a circling shot and things like that. Just really clever. Like as it's flitting between two people rather than it just flitting, it spins and things like that. So, and what, but the cleverest part of the movie is they never use the same shot twice. Right. So you know how an action movie can just continually use the same kind of thing over and over and over. Yeah. Every action scene, even though it's a car ramming another car or a car chasing another car, not one not one shot the same way. Constantly different angles, constantly different approach, constantly different view in of a car, out of a car, behind the car, up the car, over. It just so flowing and so fast. It literally I haven't been in a movie for a long time where I've literally been anxious watching a car chase. Really? And it makes you be like, Oh fuck. Yeah. It's so clever. Ending's a little weak. Okay. Which is always gonna be. Because it, it just kind of peat, like it's not this big bump of an ending. Yeah, it doesn't come to a crescendo. It, yeah, it doesn't really come to a crescendo. It comes to a, a good. The ending's good, but it's a little bit like a, lackluster. Yeah, kind of. It it's a little too on the nose. The very ending of it, I would I would have preferred it to be a bit more of a a sudden stop. Okay. They kind of peter it out. I think it needed a sudden stop. Um, but it ends in a, in a conclusion that you're happy with, but and probably not the way you're thinking. Although I did call it. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, would you say it's predictable? The ending? No, not predictable. Uh, you're just a fucking genius. Not unpredictable though, but just it's not something that's glaringly obvious that's going to happen. And there's loads of nice little twists to it. Right. Really cleverly done, and it's also got some comedy elements in there in a like, black comedy kind of way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. well worth a watch. I'd definitely give it a strong 8 out of 10. If that ending was a bit stronger, it'd have been a 9. Mm. Because I did not expect anything from it. Honestly, I just thought it was going to be a usual shoot 'em up chasey bit of a, you know, mobster movie thing. Okay. No, 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 no. It's, the cinematography is uh, amazing. Right. Definitely worth a watch then. Jake's never in a bad movie, man. I'll... I struggle to think of one that's bad. The only thing I came up with is um, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. You know what? I actually kind of like that. It's just, and it's not terrible. It's not bad, no. no but it's just not great. It was a bit of a flop at yeah. the time, but I actually, the film itself was quite enjoyable. Yeah. It was a little bit strange that everybody in it was white <laughs> and it was Prince of Persia. <laughs> that was a little bit strange. Yeah. Um, and I suppose, fucking hell, nowadays it wouldn't even fly, would wouldn't it? Make like, it would it? Jesus. Now. But um, 
I actually kind of enjoyed that film. It's been years since I've seen it, but I remember I everyone else like being annoyed at it, and I was like, "Why? It's not bad. I've seen way worse than that." I think I don't think any movie made from a game has ever been good. No, like you can't expect it to be brilliant. Just enjoy it because can you think the action one? was good, the story kept you engaged. I the, can't remember it. The CGI was. I think it was like, CGI I didn't like. It was like, meh, but it was all right. It yeah. kind of like, it flowed with that the game style. Jack yeah. Hall did a good performance. I don't remember what the uh, the female, like... Was there just one? Or did he do two of it? No, there was only one. Just Sands of Time. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm, if there was a second, it got bought by a different studio and it was a Jack Hall knockoff. Yeah, it wasn't Jake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It was Blake yeah. Billinghall. <laughs> yeah, Blake, Blake Billinghall. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely someone's name. I watched Chappie last night just whilst I was doing some work. Oh, yeah, was that Fucking good? Fucking love it. It's don't such tell, a good movie. Don't, don't You've t- not seen Chappie? No, it's not. Holy fuck, dude. No. It's savagely good. I know. I'm, we spoke about it fucking ages ago when we saw the trailer for it before it actually like got released anywhere. But no, I'm not. Are you thinking of the same thing? No, what are you thinking of? Chappie's been out a while. What's Chappie's this? an older movie. Chappie was like 2015, 16. Oh, right. No, then. And he's he, it's... Uh, Chappie? Chappie? Chappie the robot talks with a New Zealand accent. Oh, no, no, I'm not thinking of the same thing. Uh, Chappie, Lexi? Chappie wants to go? Chappie wants to go? <laughs> yeah. It's about a robot that uh, becomes sentient and then, but is raised by gangsters. <laughs> so they're trying to get it to do crimes. But it's like, Chappie won't do crime. Can't do crimes. I can't do crimes. <laughs> crimes are bad. Can't, Chappie can't do it. Promised his maker. And so they have to trick him and say that, like, to stab people is just, it just puts them to sleep. feels nice. Yeah. So he's throwing ninja stars at these people. He's going, you go to sleep now. You go to sleep. <laughs> throwing ninja stars. And then, but he's sentient. So he slowly gets, he's, he's really, really intelligent. Yeah. And by the end of it, he, like, works out consciousness and stuff like this. Yeah. So it's this whole full spectrum of, he starts as this child, but by the end of it, he's basically worked out what consciousness is. Oh. It's a brilliant movie. Okay. It didn't. It kind of got mixed reviews at the time, but I fucking love it. And I've watched it multiple times, and oh. it only gets better. I actually have to skip the bits where he gets like, because he's a military robot mm-hmm. for the police, and uh, when he's hacked, obviously he's got a different programming, so he's now sentient. But he's basically born mm-hmm. in terms of when he wakes up, he's like a child, knows nothing, knows no language, no anything. So when he, he's brought up, he's he's completely different to how these how they're supposed to function um and i forgot the point you have to turn it off or you have to pause it or something mute it oh yeah so they're teaching him how the world outside's bad these gangsters by dropping him in a bad area and they obviously all think he's just a messed up police robot these people who see him so they start trying to destroy him yeah so he learns that humans these humans are bad so it's because the guy's trying to make him be loyal to them to show him how horrible the humans are yeah, and uh, I have to skip that bit because it's really sad. Yeah, because they beat him up and he's just because he's like a child. Yeah, so he's going, he's, he's going, please no, you know, don't, don't like, you know, don't like it, I don't, you know, please, please. And yeah. they're hurting him and really like trying to destroy him. And then when he comes back, gets back to the base yeah. essentially where they where they're all um, set. It's uh, it's it's really sad because he's talking to the guy who goes who calls mummy and he's yeah. going, give me, you know, sir, please, you know, sir, please. And it's just like really, and then and then she shows him his book and he's like, it's like you know, just what you would uh, what you would really envision a beaten child to be like. Mm. It, it really hits home. It's like because they they put it in this robot that you f- almost found cute, yeah, and you you desensitize from it because it's a robot, but then they humanize it so well. Yeah, they you get it. Ooh. You get a whole different 
kind of perspective. Yeah, and it just be, but because because they humanize it so well in that moment, it all of a sudden rushes and hits you like, oh, yeah, that's probably what an actual child would be like if that had happened. Something yeah. things that that had happened to it, like little things like they show him this book, and it goes from this terror to little thing going, "Let's chop his book, good chop his book, please." You know, and it's just like wants that comfort of yeah. having the book read to it, even though his arm's fucking missing and mm. stuff like that. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, it's real. I can't believe you've not seen it. No. It's so good. Well, that's yeah. another one to add to the list. Great a- movie. Anyway, so you were, you went and saw... Um, oh, so Mum's Stories. Yeah. That. Yes, then, Ambulance, out of 10. Definitely go see it. You Cinema film only. Right. It's 100% cinema film. If you, you watch that at home, it won't be as good. Right, okay. You Just because of how the cinematography yeah, is. you need the big screen right, okay. to take advantage of the way, can, the way they show it. See if I can get down on the weekend. Well, actually, this fro- like because normally we always record on a Friday night, this is the first Friday night where for ages where I'm actually free. Because normally it's me who has something going on on the Friday when we have to adjust the schedule, so I never ever have a Friday night there you go. where I'm free. So yeah, I might go to the cinema take, with take Emma. Emma. Yeah, sounds good. So what's this other thing then? Because you mentioned something else about your mum. Oh right, yeah. Briefly so before, which I, but then you were like, oh no, I'll save it. Yeah, so I'll say it. So I went and um, re-recording this bit, so Lou will not sound as shocked. Because we start the recording. But, what? What? Yeah, I want, I want that really, yeah, fresh uh, reaction. Shocko. So the, what? <laughs> so the other thing with my mum is she owns a flat in Manchester, which is her retirement fund that she's put. So my grandfather, when he passed away, left money for her that she invested into the the flat, um, and it's it's so she rather than having savings, put it into properties. Mm-hmm. You know, it's meant to be safe. Yeah. And the is it. Which was the one? There's a building burnt down in London. Grenfell. Gren, Grenfell. Grenfell Tower. Grenfell. I think it's Grenfell Tower. And the issue was the fire regulations that were supposed to be uphold. They were circumnavigated in that building. They were really bad. Mm-hmm. Like they literally just signed off stuff that wasn't even there. But what's happened is as a a tidal wave effect from that, not ripples in a pond, fucking tidal wave. They've re 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 uh, assessed all buildings built from a certain time frame, and it turns out that. The what they need now in terms of fire safety is different to what's been put in these buildings. And my mum's building that she uh, owes his flat in is uh, one of these buildings that is now deemed to have not this effective level of fire safety materially bits. <clears throat> so a lot of the buildings, it's the cladding on the front. Yeah, Mum's building, uh, the one that she's got the flat in, is not the cladding. It's something to do with in, in between the floors, something needs further yeah, like increase f- an increase in level it's there yeah but it needs more fire retard retardant material put right. in there some kind of thing i don't know so this flat is is what she's been let she's let this thing out professionally for fucking years so she's had this mortgage on this place since she bought it off plan and then she's left it there so it was going to be it was you know income for her and going to be retirement fund when it's sold mortgages coming to an end term to be <clears> renewed because <throat> see they're, they're like 10 15 years aren't they whatever and they will not renew it until this firework is done, but this is not the firework is not going to be done in time for her to renew the mortgage. Yeah. So she's now left with a six-figure sum that she has to pay off, or they're threatening to take this property offer, which is disgraceful. And obviously, she's not the only person in, in the no. building who owns a flat in that building. Yeah, of course. So there must be numerous leaseholders. So it's it, it's bad timing that this has kind of happened, but also it's completely not her fault or anything to do with it but it's just seems it seems fucking backwards that they can even get away with that like how are the, how how can they not not remortgage it, i would understand if the rates were just a bit well pretty shit 
Yeah. But like flat out refusal to 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 mortgage because it's not like it's she's just bought the property. There's no mortgage on it. Never you know missed I mean? never missed a payment. Yeah. Done everything she should have done. You know, there's no reason whatsoever other than this one fact, and they're just being assholes. There's a zero humanization to it, zero consideration. And so I was up there taking her out for Mother's Day, obviously, to have a lovely time, go and see the movie and everything like that, and take her out for food. And then also, at the same time, I went up to see some of the guys I know around there who deal in mortgages, and I've got some friends who have got deep links into, you know, high-end business world mm. um, to see what can be done. But there is there is the real, real fact that we're going to have to, I'm going to have to somehow help her come up with uh, this money. A big number. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, it's going to be a, a challenge. But it's just disgusting. I mean, she's 65. This is a retirement fund, and they basically would essentially out from they would essentially render her without any savings or retirement. Yeah. For what? For something that they know is going to be fixed and is fixable. It's been appraised, been approved, just needs the work to be done. I don't even, like, yeah. like They're still be- going to get paid, yeah. even if they extend. Yeah. Give her, like, an extension of 12 mm. months. They're still going to get paid every month up until that 12 months. It, yeah, is there, is there, like, like you said, you've spoken to mortgage advisors. Is there no one who's, like, no one touching it? Not- they, they won't issue a mortgage without this. It's like a three-letter word, you know, like, FT something, you know, whatever. Yeah, certain, certain, a certain certification. Right. In, that they, you know. So the only other option is, you know, my savings, which won't cover what's owed on it, but my savings, bringing in some other favours, you know, but it's going to put me on my back foot in yeah. a time where I'm going to be going through some changes myself, which I'll announce uh, at a later date. But um, it's it's not ideal. And also just makes me want to walk into wherever her mortgage is and start punching people in the dick. Mm. And have you looked at any kind of private financing of not going down? Well, that's the what group? I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be it, through, through people I know who can afford it. I'll just, um, I'll see what I can get in terms of, you know, a legal agreement to borrow X amount. Yeah. It's just because it is literally going to be footing the bill. It might take a couple of years, mm. like before everything gets into place, but yep. it's just a few years. That's fucking insane because there's going to be so many other people that get affected Well, this by isn't that. just this one building. This is throughout the country. There's going to be a, there's got to be some kind of court case coming up so. against this. You'd there's think so, but be, cause... in the meantime, that, that's what I'm saying. The banks don't don't care. The yeah. mortgage lenders don't care. They can see that, that this is all going through the procedures. They can see it's going to courts. They can see it's going to appeals. They don't care. They've got an elderly woman who they know would struggle to cover what she, she owes, and they've got a chance to have. They've been paid for the last ten or fifteen years, whatever the mortgage is. Yeah. And now they've got a chance to take the entire property off and auction it off for even more money. Yeah. And it probably would surprise me if they 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 take it, sit on it until the work's done. Yeah. And then auction it off once yeah. it's done. Yeah. Because that's when it'll be worth far more. Oh, like another 40% value on it. That's shocking, right? That's really so shocking. It's not fucking happening, let me tell you now. It ain't fucking happening. So that's my uh, job for the next two... Well, I've got three months. Yeah. To get it sorted. I will get it sorted. That's a fucking... I will just be busted yeah. by the end of it. But fuck it, you know, I'd rather be homeless than my mum. Cool. You know, and she's this is her retirement thing. Yeah. So you know she's currently, you know she sold our family home, so she was renting. Yeah. You know, so because she always had this, she didn't want to buy another place because she had the apartment to sell 
whenever she, she wanted, whenever she didn't want to retire. She, she's no. fucking set herself up. She's, do, she's, she's done, done her work. hard work, yeah, and she set she herself up in a position. Abided by her, the rules. Yeah. And she's just, yeah. Out of the control. That sucks, man. So, yeah, it's a, it's a shit, shit gun situation. But this is what happens. This is what, you know, you, these fucking companies, and I keep, we try to say this, companies don't give a fuck about you. Mm. They, you've always got to have your own back and have decent people around you. Like, I'm so lucky the people I know up, in my, up there, good friends that I've known for over 10 years, that when I told them, because they not only helped me connect me with the people I need to talk to, but they also offered their own help mm. alongside, like just so crazily generous. So that gave me, you know, it, it still gives you that. But so other people don't have that luxury, you know? No, what, you know, this is obviously going to be happening to hundreds, thousands I'd of say people. thousands. Well, how many build? let's think... She, her, the apartment she owns is in, uh, let's say it's a 15 story building in each, uh, level. There would be one, two, three, four, five, up 10 to 12 apartments per level. Mm. And you're talking, so you're talking like 150 apartments plus yeah. per building. And how many thousands of buildings are they fucking over? Yeah. And the banks are just rubbing their hands. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's going to be. It's just a case of waiting because most people's mortgage agreements won't be five years, something like that. Mm. Then, then you know you're not going to be in a fixed term of mortgage for. But she, yeah, because she bought this off plan yeah. as well, which a ton of the other investors will have done. Right. Anyone because it was they were buy to lets. Yeah. I mean, that was the, that was that era of buy to letting. Yeah. It was a big boost. They were giving away these. They were pushing buy to let mortgages, weren't they? Yeah. Which that's so right. what she has. And the, yeah, that's obviously got a, a yeah. So she invested frame. in that rather than you know a retirement fund. She works for herself. And she's, you know, living in, well, she's moved a couple of times, but she's been living in, you know, smaller houses that don't cost a lot of money so that she knew she had this investment that was growing in in terms of bricks and mortar in in this modern safe building that all been signed off. Oh, yeah. Fucking joke, that is. So, you know, but mums are worth more than money, aren't they? Oh, definitely. Yeah, you just got to, it's going to be shit to... To, to deal with I'd like to think that some justice would come eventually that it like needs, there'll be some court case because there's going to be enough people like someone's going to have to but it'll be too late it. for most people because I bet you people have already lost their, oh, their, their yeah. investments it'll be yeah it'll be a retroactive kind of yeah resolution but again for some people that's too much you lost your fucking house where do you, what do you do mm. well, like, where <laughs> do you go from there yeah I, it's uh, yeah it's chip at least the only bonus i suppose it's not a bonus but the fact that that's not her, she's not living there herself mm. she's already got something else although that's but part of it's, her it's, income it, yeah it's not like she's the place getting kicked where she out lives, of the it's an outgoing it's not an income you know yeah, it's, of course it's, yeah it's that's not an expense. owned outgoing either yeah no that's an it's an expense because the, the ownership was in this one and she sold the family home mm-hmm. then put you know and that money cleared you know other other debts and just living and give her savings to go and do what she wanted to do and but it's you know that the the mortgage on those the other home wasn't complete, so that got paid off and only left a bit over the top. Yeah, which she then invested. You know. Yeah, and they always say that like bricks and mortars the the safest investment. It only ever goes one direction in that mm-hmm. if you wait long enough. But there's yeah these other variables that you'd never even think of. You just yeah. got to be so fucking proactive against these companies, though. You as, have to commu- you have to come together as a community against them. It's the only it, way you win. As it's um, as it's in a block of fl- flats, is that Leasehold or freehold? They're leasehold. It's got to be leasehold. Like, yeah, you can't fuck you with can't. actual external parts of the building. So yeah. surely... If it's an external part, it's somebody else's responsibility. 
Well, I think as yeah. well that well, yeah, there is that. Obviously, it's not, yeah, it shouldn't even be hers. Um, but like, I don't know how it would work. Is it like can the can the the leasehold as a collective get together to to do yeah, something? That's what they're doing. But it just gets appealed, pushed back, appealed, pushed back. So they're just buying time. The yeah. developers are buying time, so they don't have to pay. Yeah, fucking, yeah, fucking, yeah. Anyway, yeah. happier news. Yeah, well, this is this isn't necessarily happy. This is again, this is this is something that I got reminded of after we had the the meeting with Imran. I'm not going to say anyone's name because it's very personal stuff. Um, but just, and this is not a knock on the NHS at all because they're brilliant in so many ways, but also, especially down this kind of hormone route where we we obviously touched on a lot with our yeah. podcast last week. Um, this is coming at it from the other side, and this is menopause, um, and you know, women going through menopause and HRT. It's like I, I, I had no idea the extent until I was around other people that kind of have been dealing with it. It's fucking terrible, mate. Like, really, it's so bad what, for the, some the, women getting onto it. Like, well, no, the what some women are dealing with from like menopause symptoms, and then the support is probably worse for women than it is for men i thought it'd be better because and it's, and it's acute for so much longer and it's acute like you know what i mean like with guys it's a real slow decline into testosterone like losing your testosterone oh, yeah, it, it, it tapers and yeah with women it's pretty fucking quick yeah. it happens quite quickly and i get there's several people who i know that have kind of been going through that but also somebody i was speaking to the other day who's been dealing with it for two years now um, still hasn't got anything and been put on antidepressants. Before HRT, they put on antidepressants. Yep. The doctors put, are fucking moron. Put on sleeping tablets. Moron, and moron, moron. The dealing with some serious depression issues. All like, related to hormones. Yeah. See, like, and to the, po- to, to the point where... Can't sleep is a big one about growth hormone being fucked up, which is a, what they are substituted with on the HRT. And yeah, uh, progesterone and yeah. estrogen. Yeah. It's it's a fucking science as well, so it's not something you can mess around with yourself. It's probably with men, we're a bit more straightforward. That, yeah, yeah, our, our um, TRT is so much more straightforward than HRT because women's this a much more complex interplay of hormones yeah. as far and as the I'm estrogen aware. balance is so much more complicated than ours. And the levels are very minute. With us, we can get away with overshooting a little bit undershooting. Yeah. With women, it fucks them around so much more. Um, so through the NHS, she was basically, she literally had to like fill in a form. She said that she's having suicidal thoughts. She gets a, a text response saying a doctor will call you back within a week. Wow. Wow. Fucking hell. Where is she based? Like in a city centre or in the countryside? Countryside. That should be better. Mm, you would think. Yeah. And uh, do you know it, what it is? You have to fight. You have to fight the system. If you are struggling on getting the NHS, you have to be fucking relentless. And I mean, you have to ring them every fucking day and you have to become a thorn in their side. And if you do, eventually you'll get through to somebody who gives a fuck. I know that... That's um, all you need, that one person. Well, even the thing is, though, with with the, the NHS, with it, the, it's just such a long road. And when when she actually got to speak to somebody, it was a phone consultation, and it was just a list of questions. So she was eight stone, whatever the... I don't know what that is in pounds. Yeah. The, the first thing, you need to lose weight. She's like, I'm already 
like I'm at my ideal weight and she, and she was like you need to do this you need to exercise more she's all these she's very active already this is she's, this is common this is what happens yeah. so I, she yeah. literally had a, a list of things read off it at no point acknowledged the fact that yes you're going through your menopause you probably need some hormone therapy to help balance everything out it was literally just like you need to do this 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 and this no care at all it's unbelievable and this was literally saying how how bad her mental state was do you know what it is Lack of humanization again. Yeah. Do you know what it is? Because they have a checklist of, have they have they gone through this form yet? No. So they have to go through that form, to go through this form, to go through this form. And that's what I'm saying. You have to be relentless. Mm-hmm. And you have to also do your research and what you need to say. Even Imran said it yeah. on last week's show. You need to know what to say to get you through to the next stage. Yeah. Um, because otherwise you'll be left for months in that shit stage. That's redundant. I actually want to, I'm going to get Lex to pause this so I can actually run and get it because I've, I've been passed on a resource for um, for women with... I'm going to keep not, talking because I've got something to say about this while you go get that. But basically, this is something on their website. So this is a, a private uh, company that deals with HRT, but they've still... They're, they're growing massively to help women, but they've still got a big waiting list. And I know somebody who's been looked after like absolutely brilliantly, um, but they've got pre-written letters that you can send to your yeah. GP. All of this is like things to to help if you can't go to them because they don't care. Like they they're fucking making money. They're doing all right because it's just such a a busy thing. So they're like, even if you you're going through the NHS, if you can't afford it, these are the things that you need to say. So there's loads of resources on the website. So I'm gonna go, yeah, you go get that. I'm I can grab talking. that. So uh, I can give you another. <laughs> I can give you another relation to the same same situation. And this is. It's, it's so it's, it's not just limited to what Lou's talking about with the HRT. It's basically the way the NHS system works. When my grandfather was taken into hospital, he uh, was on no food and complete nut of bed rest because he went in. What did he go in for? Oh, he had uh, an inf- uh, he had a systemic infection which basically dropped his core temperature and was life threatening. So when he went into hospital. Um, he was put on nil by mouth for like over a week, which basically when they, when you're old, he was in his 90s. He was like 98 at this point. He, um, you, they lose their ability to swallow. And they lose like they lose gag reflex and they lose the ability to actually swallow. The morons in the hospital, because this was a procedure that they have to go through first, after he had nothing but like nil by mouth, had they knew he lost his. Uh, there was a risk of him losing the ability to swallow. They gave him tablet antibiotics, which he then tried to swallow, couldn't, and then aspirated onto his lungs, which means he pulled fluid onto his lungs and he fucking developed pneumonia. You know what they did after that happened? Gave him liquid antibiotics. The fucking idiots. No humanization. Again, they didn't look at it. They didn't judge it from a human standpoint and use common fucking sense. 98-year-old man, gag reflex and swallowing reflex lost. Maybe we should just go straight to liquid antibiotics, but the system wouldn't let them do that until they'd implemented the pills. The pills, And this is what I'm talking about. There's these stages. And from what Lou said with the HRT, I know somebody else who went through the same thing, uh, but it's to do with uh, an autoimmune uh, function, autoimmune disease that was happening. And it was finding the source of the autoimmune disease. They were done, told the same bullshit when it started off. Bearing in mind... 
they had already implemented a map food diet, which is a very, very strict and stringent diet, which basically alienates all food back down to ground zero. And is that slowly like an elimination? Elimination diet, basically, but even stricter. It's, everything's categorized, and you only eat very specific foods from certain categories for a set amount of time to see if it alleviates symptoms. That had all been done. They were already very fit in terms of they were like actually coaching other people mm. and training up to twice a day sometimes. And they first thing they told that person, that human being, was, um, "You need to just maybe have a look at uh, change, it, make your diet a bit healthier, and uh, exercise." And you were like, "You fucking idiot!" It's just such a disconnect between. But they had to fill health. in stupid yeah. form. Yeah. So if you know this, and it, but a big thing that you can do to get round all this motherfucking bullshit is get your bloods done by a private clinic mm. because they, when we had our bloods done by Imran, yeah, we had everything tested all the way through to our TSH levels, our T three levels, and T four levels. Yeah. Yeah. NHS will test you acutely for one fucking thing at a time. Mm. So you that you go through the one thing, it shows no result. Well, we expected no result because we need to know the TSS levels of this thing. Okay, now you've got to come back in for another blood test so we can test you for your T3, T4, and TSH. They should have done that on the first fucking blood test. They do not put you through for a full panel. No. So if you get a full panel from a private clinic, you can then go to them and go, look, you tits, this is out of whack. Put me through to the specialist now. And they have legally have to. Yeah. Because you have evidence from an approved clinic that shows your issue. So they, they, you then circumnavigate all that bullshit, which they want you to be stuck in so they can push it to the back of the line and deal with you later. It's just a, a series of, yeah, like you said, checklists. And I think that I understand why in a in a such a complex, you know, they're going to be getting people coming in for a million different reasons. They also have to deal with a fuckload of time wasters, people, because we've got paramedics that are at our place. And some of the things you hear paramedics get called out for Uh, is insane. And I know. Stubbing your toe. I'm not joking. The system is is, uh, flawed. It's not the the people. The people, like you said, are dealing with idiots every day that they have to deal with. But but that means, but what they also have to do is have a system that works for when someone comes with a boatload of information to have that information actually reviewed and taken on board. And that's not what they do. They just ignore what the person says and makes them do the checklist. And and that's what I mean. Humanize it more. Mm -hmm. Common sense. And also, most of the time people ring up, they're talking to a desk clerk. Yeah, yeah. Who knows fuck all and yet is making decisions on their medical data. Yeah. Yeah, where are they? Who are they getting? Who, to what they should fill out next? Speak to anyone in person. What should we fill out next? You're a fucking receptionist, mm. All, and she doesn't know, so she's given her the next in the checklist mm. because that's what the system says to do. You need to get through to somebody, and the way you do that is one: get your background information on what's wrong with you and issues, and and basically just be extreme in every and whatever you've got going on. Ramp it up. Say it's worse than it is to yeah. push it through and get older. Adopt. If, you, if you've got a genuine concern, you need to make you need to make that very clear. And also, again, if there's any legwork that you can do prior, yeah, do it. Do get it done. It. And if you you know you can message him, man, from last week. He said, you know, get in contact with us, me or Lou, and then let us know, and we can put you. Uh, through to Imran, well, uh, if necessary. But also, Lou, what you got now for another one? Okay, I'll, I'll mention this as well. So the the HRT place, um, so it's Newson Health, N-E-W-S-O-N Health, Newson Health. That's their website where there's a load of free resources on there, things that you can send to your GP if you're having problems. But also there's another thing called, uh, it's an app called Balance, and it's where you can log your symptoms and that's something that you can actually then once you've logged your symptoms for uh, you know strong. a period of time yeah. you can then bring that into your gp and be like look this look is this. everything that we've already yeah. got can't ignore that no so that's something that's really important and another thing just on that like i didn't i haven't even mentioned it to you but i, I spoke to him around about it after i had an allergic reaction 
Um, cause I have a load of allergies. I had allergic reaction to something that I am almost certain is not something that I have had a reaction to before in the food that I ate. There shouldn't have been anything I was allergic to. And the reaction was completely different to any other reaction I've had. Normally mm. I know within 30 seconds to a minute, if I'm yeah. having a reaction, this You're having an erection, a reaction. <laughs> That so sounded like you said, I know if I'm having an erection. Well, I also know if I'm having <laughs> so a reaction or an erection. Yeah, if it's erection, you're good. Yeah. No erection, tingle in the face, bad. Yeah. And this reaction took, I don't know, an hour, two hours before it started kicking in and then mm. it just ramped up and ramped up and ramped what up was the hours. Um, well, I, was, I had hives everywhere. My throat started swelling up. Um, extremely itchy, went extremely red, like redder than you believe your skin could go. Really? Yeah. Um, I literally had like hives all over my body and it just kept getting worse and worse. Um, and again, the, obviously the issue with that is like restricting breathing. Yeah. So ended up having to go to A&E. They managed to get it under control. Um, to- explained everything to them and they're like, yeah, you need to get another allergy test done because, you know, like yeah. and I said to them, I haven't had a... a I haven't had a checkup since I was probably 13. I'm um, yeah. 30 this year. And I was like, something, it, like, it doesn't make sense. It's not like my normal reactions. And I shouldn't have had anything. There shouldn't have been anything in what I ate. What did you eat? It was, it was some meat. What meat? It, it, there was a mix. It was like a mixed grill. A mixed grill? Yeah. From like an Indian? Yeah. Oh, it could have been anything. Yeah. But spoke to them beforehand. They were, they were like, guaranteed that there was anything in there. Well, they can never guarantee. No, they can never guarantee. But again, like I I sampled everything again individually. Like it wouldn't, it could have been other things, but nuts give me a reaction within 30 seconds, 40 seconds, a minute. But anyway, so I had this conversation, spoke to the GP. Um, Well, you know, it could have just been nuts. I was like, but it wasn't like any other reaction that I've had. Unfortunately, I've had a fucking lot of them. So I know what my reactions are like. Yeah, Yeah, I had to push. And they were like, yeah, but, you know, they could have, exactly what you said, though. Like, oh, they could have, you know, had something else. I am fully aware that it might not have been what they said, but I'm telling you that the reaction was different. And why have I had plenty of allergies before that have gone a certain way, and this has gone completely different, as well as the fact that I've been explicitly told that there definitely wasn't anything that I should be allergic to in there, all points to the fact that something else is going on. And... I've still not had a fucking test since I was 13, so I probably should have one anyway. And I almost died, yeah. dickhead. So what does it matter? Put me through for another test. Yeah, so like three... The, the, the fact, the error point of them not putting through a test is you die. Yeah, 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 that's it. So <laughs> like, so about two weeks later, I get a letter through saying, um, don't do anything, we'll get back to you by the end of May. I'm like, all right, okay. Like, wow. I'll just, I'll, so I'll, there might just be something that I'm so allergic to. I could to. be allergic to something very common now and not know it and have another risk of death. Yeah, basically. Jesus. So then I spoke God. to Imran and he was like, yeah, we can talk you out. And he'll do it. They do like private, so that, private that. allergy tests. Unbelievable. Um, and obviously you've got to pay. And obviously not everyone can afford to pay. But if it's something, because these aren't that expensive, this is something that might fucking save your life. Yeah. So if there's anything worth spending money on, don't yeah. buy your new fucking hoodie or your new whatever. Or just yeah. put a bit of money on that. And I know, obviously, Imran is our friend now. But when I went to see him first, before we spoke to him about the podcast, before anything, because I do this all the time if I'm ever meeting anyone. And I know it sounds strange, but and you'll get it a lot more. But if you ever mention that you, what you do or who you are, that will sometimes change how people talk to you. Mm. They'll treat you a little bit nicer. 
go a bit more out of the way because they can see some kind of benefit. Yeah. Me as a, a gym owner and him in the health and fitness space, he might be like, oh, might get some more clients out of this if I'm yeah. extra careful, you know. So I never say anything, never said anything about the podcast, never said anything about the gym. I'm just a, a guy turning up to get my test checked. Yeah. That was it. And the level of service was brilliant. The fact that he actually he like phoned me up, spent plenty of time on the phone with me, explained what everything meant, answered all my questions. It was a really good level of service. And afterwards, because it was so good, that's when I was just like, I've got a podcast actually. And and that's when we start, got started, yeah. got talking. Like, So I know that he would do the same thing for anyone else listening. It's, it, I didn't get special treatment. Because he might have thought yeah, he could he have didn't got something. go there with any any preconceptions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, and I'm sure that there's plenty of other you know private clinics that are very good, but we know as dealing with it firsthand that yeah. Imran's fucking brilliant. So Transform now is. And like a, I said, when he did good. the blood test for us, it it had a full panel on there mm-hmm. of all of these things that the NHS doctors would have you in three or four times over to just get these numbers through. Yeah. So that one off payment is a one-off with someone like Imran's clinic mm. because it covers everything in one go. Yeah, and, and they then do you've so got much it. as well, like the heart scans and yeah. all kinds. So um, I know my mother-in-law, she's going to be looking at getting getting one done just because she wants some checkups about a few. Like she's actually, she was pestering me about the allergy thing because she's got like, it's um, more like hay fever-like allergies, but she's like, she's constantly battling with her allergies. Like her ears are blocked, her nose is blocked. And she's on antihistamines like permanently. Which is never good. And yeah, and so she's like trying to deal with the symptoms, but the NHS aren't going to, because it's not fatal, they do not give a shit that she's having to deal with not being able to breathe well, through her nose. Was, and they still don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. So the NHS is brilliant at dealing with you if you are very, very young, like, you know, i.e., just being born, yeah. or very, very old, like getting looked after. But the, the middle ground, I, th- I think and, that and, that's where. And it's completely surgery to surgery as well so different mm. it all depends where you're based what gp you're going to yes because yeah. i know i know Obviously you had a great service when you amazing i had an amazing experience because i was just luckily with some of the i got the best guy doing the the best there's work. never a middle ground is there no. they're either brilliant oh, or shit. fucking terrible yeah and that's true because the person i know who's end up like finally being put on actual heavy medication for their issue mm-hmm. After being told to, yeah, exercise a bit more and change your diet. Mm. Fucking idiots. Turns out to be something that could, if left, developed into cancerous issues. Yeah. Fucking. And, and, that's it. and if they hadn't have pushed and pushed and pushed to, oh, and also they fucking idiots. Um, whenever you get a result from a GP, don't just take, yes, you're fine as a fucking test result. Get the actual figures. Get the paperwork. Because this person rang up and said, well, how are my bloods? The receptionist went yeah doctor says you're fine she's like that tells me nothing mm. what were my numbers and you have to go into the surgery sign a load of forms oh, just yeah, to get access to your them. number and the stupid don't oh, I'm gonna swear less stupid person behind the desk went in so you can get it on an app yeah. or you can get it in real life um gave them the wrong form so they've applied for paperwork when they specifically asked for the app yeah and then even rang back later saying, I haven't received my app code through to yeah. get email code through to access the app. They're like, yeah, yeah, they're on it now. So even when they rang in to double check, the stupid fuck on the phone was fucked up twice yeah. by not checking. So, but yeah, you're fine. Well, what are my fucking numbers from the test? Mm. Well, you'll have to ask the doctor. I had to ring back, get the test again. Spoke to another doctor who had to, had to then look at the tests again to tell them the numbers. Said, oh, no, the blood test shows you've got this mm. and it's serious. Yeah. The other fucking doctor had missed it 
when the blood test was specifically for the issue that was found. Stupid, lazy fuck. Mm. Something that could was already deteriorating someone's life yeah. and could have caused something very serious down the line and even caused infertility. Yeah. I, I, like, yeah. unfucking real And the only reason she got the blood test in the first place, because a temporary GP came in. Mm. And that's Push. who they saw. Some places are, yeah. It is, it's, it's, it's a shame that... Unreal. There's some, some, you know some surgery some doctors are absolutely amazing and then others seem to be absolutely terrible and it's it's it, it i don't know it, if it it's almost boil. like after a certain point they just get so sick of dealing with bullshit that they just don't even well, acknowledge that's true. and that's the, fair enough but you're in a fucking profession where you're gonna have to deal with bullshit but here's and there's one thing i would say and i know it's shit and i know it sucks to do it you have to have to have to log complaints against doctors if they're bad. Mm. I don't mean log a complaint about someone because they had a snippy attitude. I mean if they fuck up something yeah. or don't don't relay information properly or don't put you forward something that you needed and you find out you know it was delayed because of their ineptitude. You must put a complaint in, or they will keep doing it and it will keep being accepted mm-hmm. as the behavior they're allowed to go forward with. And I know you might feel like a shit for doing it, but you will be saving other people. Literally, you could be saving other lives. I know somebody, this was a very quite a long time ago, and again, not saying any names, but uh, somebody went to the GP with some issues, and they were told, oh, yeah, you're fine. Didn't even look into it anymore. They're just like, just oh, if, if basically, if you're, still, if you're still having this problem, come back in a few weeks' time. Yeah. A few weeks later, came back again. One I forget tested, cancer. <laughs> Fuck's sake. But fortunately, they were okay, but when they got the diagnosis... The diagnosis was they had about a 50-50 chance of survival. Because of living left and left. And it was, we fortunately, all know it was, the earlier it it's caught, the better. Yeah, it wasn't too long that it was left, but... Weeks is a big timeline when yeah. it comes to something like yeah. that. Yeah, and yeah, will that, will, did that GP ever find out that the person who they just sent home actually ended up with cancer? Probably not. Yeah, so probably you've not. Got to, you've got to get like, them, you've got to kick them up the ass with these complaints if they, if they are bad. Yeah, that, you know, that feed, it's not even just, it's not... It's not personal, because they're bad. It? It's not because it's personal. It is because if they are going to improve, same as anything, you need feedback. We've been. We, I feel like we've been ranting. This has been a very aggressive and. It has. Thing. It has. It turned, but it's because I brought my mum's disdain into. Yeah. It, it, anytime you bring a, a mum's issue into it, the other person's mm-hmm. gonna be like, "Motherfuckers." Yeah. It, it's that. It, it's. I don't know. I don't want to go on about it too much because again, this is it's no, been but quite it is serious. And there's some, like some that we can't keep. Not everything has a levity to it. There are some serious things, and hopefully, our little rants will help somebody just have that ball. Have the balls to stand up to the system a little bit. Just you, you honestly, don't get me wrong. One phone call won't do it. You might get, you might get the rudest motherfucking bitch or bro on the end of the phone who almost basically hangs up on you. You just be like, that's cool. I'm going to keep calling back yeah. and we've been an absolute fucking thorn in your side until you get so sick of me, you're going to deal with me yeah. because it's the only way they're going to get rid of you. Mm. That is the attitude you have to have. But you have it with almost a smile on your face. Mm. Not a chi- I mean, you to be as pleasant as you need to be, but forcefully pleasant yeah. so that they can never, they've got nothing to come back at you then. Imran spoke about it, didn't he, before? He said, like, what happens when your doctor says no to you? How do you handle that? And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you haven't heard Imran literally talking talking you through that process. Check out like, the last episode. Yeah, check it out. Because, that, again, that's mainly, mainly from like a TRT point of view, but you can apply that to, you can apply that to anything. Yeah. And what you said about calling back, like, I have this is on a, a much more novel um, kind of situation, but whenever I'm phoning up, say I need to renew my phone contract or I need to do this, something or other, I'll phone up Virgin or whoever and I'm on the phone to them. And once I start talking to them, I always try and be friendly and get a little bit of rapport going. Yeah. 
if I'm if I am in any doubt of my relationship and how the the communication has gone over the phone, I'll hang up on them. That's what I do. And then I'll call somebody back until I find somebody who's nice, who has good yeah. banter, someone you can talk to yeah. and they're actually a bit human because you can push the boundaries yeah. a little bit more, get get a better deal. Yeah, you can hang up. <laughs> yeah. You can hang up on them yeah. and ring back. If it's something like the phone stuff, surgery doesn't know you can't because you get the same receptionist every time yeah. you bloody call. But um, I, 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 even I've had it with simple stuff with like having my... Um, you know, my, I have my roidy thumbs. Yeah, yeah. Um, even getting They've that. They've not bothered you for a bit, have they? No, started to click a little bit recently, but yeah. not bad. Like it's going away, but I can feel the stiffness in the tendons coming back. For people that don't know, I have uh, I've got some nodules on the tendons in my thumb. Probably, honestly, is to do with computers and phones. Yeah. It's caused it. It's <laughs> in my right thumb more yeah. than anything. But I'm obviously prone to it because I got it a little bit in the left. So it's obviously maybe something to do with years of fighting as well and catching the thumbs has made them susceptible to it. Because mm. I remember punching and sometimes you'd land with a thumb and it would fuck your thumb up for a week. Mm. Like, bad. Yeah. So that obviously has probably got scar tissue and stuff in there as well, which doesn't help. But... Um, I called up to get these things sorted and it was in the midst of the time, you know, when they'd just come out of the COVID thing, which was fucking brilliant when COVID was on, you know, because you would just get, you get a text text message through to get appointments and your appointments would be solid and booked within like days. Mm. And then the moment they brought the normal system back online, it all went to shit because all of the normal people who called up with, like you said, the bullshit mm. were allowed to phone in again. Yeah. So they started blocking up the whole system. Yeah. Um, so I rang back in, I rang in to get my thumbs looked at and they were like, yeah, yeah. and it'd been weeks and it hadn't happened. And so I ran back and just went, they got really bad now. I can't function day to day. And they were like, okay. And then I got put in the next week. Yeah. But if I'd have just left it, I was at the back of the, literally when I rang up, she was like, yeah, the queue's just massive. We're just working through each person as fast as we can, step yeah. by step. So I ran back a week later and was just like, I can't open, I can't open jars. I can't do anything. I can't function in life. It's affecting my job. Mm. And then literally I was seen within a week. So yeah. you sometimes just have to bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I think it's just like, you know, if it's serious or not, but like some of the paramedics at the gym, literally they've had an ambulance called. We should try and get a paramedic on with like ridiculous stories. Oh well, yeah, I've got some. And yeah. That, yeah, let's do let's do that as an episode. Um, and getting called up for a stubbed toe. What? And, and they were like, it was like a, a lad that was like sixteen years old or seventeen years old. He phoned up for a stubbed toe, which that, and he said that he'd broken his foot to get the call out, and they stubbed his toe. And they got diverted from. Some a, a lady who was in her nineties who'd been on the floor for hours. Why would they divert her from that? Because this was ranked as a higher priority. Because it was it was a I don't know I don't know. They've got like a whole ranking system of what oh, falls into categories. Up. Yeah. So sixteen year old with a broken foot, didn't quite capable to sit there with a broken foot. A little old lady. I think on it the was because dying. I, I think it was because he he stubbed it on the car and said that he'd been hit by the car or something along those lines. He so he literally bullshitted. To they should implement this. a slapping protocol. Yeah. When you get there, you should be able to, you should be able to call in two other witnesses to approve that it's slap worthy, mm. and then you just like a mother would, you just, don't you do that again. So literally, so yeah, don't you do that. Uh, I do, I do it again as two words, uh, six two slaps, syllables, six big slaps. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So this elderly person who was on the floor because of fall, if they're conscious and whatever else, they they're just they're still obviously a priority, but they they're not. You, my granddad used to, my granddad fell once, right? And you know the skirting on the edge of the the uh, wall on mm. the bottom of the wall. Yeah, he put a dent in the skirting board. That's the wood bit of the wall. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he like was a, he thought he was all right. Yeah, he had a big gash on his head, and he just thought he'd fallen over. Mm. He wasn't even aware that he'd smashed his head into the wall and left a, a dent. And months later, he's like he used to walk in and go. 
See that there? That was my head. <laughs> and pointed at this just dent on the, on the skirt anymore. And he just almost proud. Yeah. Like, so, I did that. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. Was, yeah, but he would have fallen. He would have, he had a little arm thing, but he would have just been like, yeah, I've fallen. Mm. He had no clue to the damage he'd done. Yeah. Because their nerves shut down at that age. Yeah. They're not a sense. They don't feel it the same. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just fucking craziness that the, you, you know, what some people You couldn't do. take a 90 year old woman's word. How are you? I'm all right. I'm just on the floor. Yeah. As she's like bleeding from her back that she's not aware of. Well, somebody uh, somebody fell point. over. Uh, it was an older guy. This was outside the gym. Somebody fell over. He was an older guy. He had special needs. Mm. Um, somebody came into the gym asking if we had any blankets. Um, so we we didn't have any blankets, but we like our, our coats and everything yeah. like that just to like cover this guy up. Um, and he was okay. He couldn't. He wasn't able to get up. I think he may have like potentially broken something but he was conscious he didn't hit his head fortunately um but obviously the fact that he had kind of special needs as well made it a little bit more challenging there was just some passers-by that spotted it and they were looking after him um fortunately and they waited while the ambulance came but it took hours and it's because they just yeah it literally took hours so again you'd have to bullshit if you said yeah, i think he's broken something they'd be there quicker yeah maybe yeah i don't i don't yeah. know there is like a ranking system of like how things how things go and it's a, it is a shame that, that that's that's the way oh. it is. Like I just don't I don't know. I feel like um, maybe we should be educated at school of like what what, what warrants yeah. you know calling an ambulance because I think some people are just are that they lack enough self awareness and they're just not educated. Here's a fun one. So I went to meet Mitchell, uh, the massage guy, the other day, and we were coming. We were just waiting for food and coffee and that, and we were coming back through the car park, and someone recognised us from the gym. Mm. And so they just came over and uh, got chatting because they were just in Ambrose. Like, oh, what are you up to? You know, blah, blah, blah. You just day to day talk. Nice thing. Hello. Nice chat. Because they were on their own thought, oh, you know, engaging in the conversation. They might be wanting some humanized, you know, little part of their day. Yeah. So did. Lovely person. Uh, turned out they were a teacher teaching in primary schools. Get this. Guess what they have to teach kids now in primary schools? Oh, you said this. Did I say it the other week? Yeah. Facial cues. Yeah. It's un. They have little cards showing this is angry, this is confused, this is sad, this is you know. I wonder if this is a post-COVID thing. Fuck. Because kids growing up with like nowhere near enough human interaction. Insane. I was like, are you fucking? Yep. Yep. Hundred percent. We're literally it's a protocol. That's scary. Mm. That is scary. When just the lack of, just even being able to judge a situation by looking at another human being, and we actually have decided that. Kids can't do that now. I'm wondering if that's to maybe pick up on any kind of learning disorder, like special needs or anything. No, no, it's a general thing to the whole class. Yeah, I know, but like if there's any kids that seem to really be struggling with it, that might be a sign that they've got some, I don't know, some kind of a lot of spectrum potentially. Yeah, there is one where they really struggle to to read like social cues and... um, I think it's just a generalized thing because we're just turning into fucking zombies. But yeah, it is a skill though, isn't it? Understanding understanding facial expressions, that is something that obviously over time we pick up on. When someone pulls this face, they shout at me. (laughs) When someone pulls this face, they punch Punch, me in the face. Punch is imminent. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And obviously it's way more subtle than that. We've like exaggerated. What they should do is like show the face then throw a left hook. (laughs) (laughs) You've just got a a generation of kids that can like duck and weave like nobody else just fucking slipping shots. You know, in a Jackass 2 where they've got the poster on the, the wall. Yeah. And, just, and Steve the O's there reading comes it, out. just like... 
the, the reading like the, the note from the girls and you say, you rocked our world. And then the fist just goes <laughs> boom, straight through. <laughs> Fucking love that scene. And they get Wee Man on the chair. See, and that's how you develop a better army. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that'll toughen the kids up. Yeah, cards and left hooks. Yeah. So, Fucking this crazy. has been a serious one, this one. I know, yeah. Because we do a bit of something. But the, the weather... Mm. is on the turn. I know. The sun has been out, blue skies, the clocks have gone forwards. Mm -hmm. That means we have bright evenings again. I have felt fucking fantastic since that's happened. Yeah, it's massively made a a difference to my my mood in Mornings outside again on the grass, doing meditating in the sunshine. Mm -hmm. Also figured out that sitting in a meditative state is fucking painful. Mm. Yeah, I saw you were like crippled from it. Mate, on the... (laughs) I put on the I put it on this uh, stories this morning, but I sat against like I had the wall as like a, a reckoning point for my back, and then I sat. But I did the cross leggy thing. You know, you pull your one leg over the other like yeah. a yogi does. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I'm not fully because I can't do that. Yeah, and I sat and I was like, my body started flinching. Yeah, involuntarily. Yeah, in in like like going no ah, no ah. no. You know when you get a kid and it's like getting dragged to the bath. Yeah, like, no no. That's not what body was doing. And then I realized, right, okay, so we know my left glute's lazy. So I squeezed my left glute, squeezed my right glute, and that eased it a little bit, but then my back started hurting. Mm. And then I was like, okay, so then now we know that's where that pain trans... trans and I'm, in, I'm trying to meditate at this point as well. So I'm following the pain through my body. Yeah. I'm trying to use it as a focal point. And then I've realized that sitting in a good postural position, I can't breathe as deep because mm. my back's hurting that much from having to sit in this, almost what it's thinking is a stretched position because yeah. it's used to arching its lower back so much. So now I'm straightening it and making it work and making my core work. The back's going, yeah! every time I'm breathing, it's going. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm, then I'm starting to breathe through it, breathe through it. And was, it actually helped me meditate a bit more because I, as the pain would dissipate, that would let me know, oh, you're getting into a, as a meditative state because yeah. the pain is dissipating you're, you're able to separate from the pain but then the moment I'd realised that I'd go back and realise the pain was there because I was snapping myself out yeah but, that's part of meditation though isn't it it's, yeah. it's the ability to have these distractions and then still but clear, apparently you, clear your mind sitting a in a meditative bit. position that yeah. yoga position is, is painful for most people when they start it's, yeah. it's, it's a thing not. you're supposed to sit in the discomfort and learn to be in the discomfort yeah. so that's what I was thinking about I was like get comfortable in the discomfort, get comfortable in the discomfort and doing that and then breathing, breathing. The Alan Watts Boretta, I think it's called, listen. Just type in Alan Watts listen for the meditative talk through that he does. And it's just 11, 12 minutes and I've talked about it a few times, but just fucking do it, honestly. don't You don't have to sit in a meditative state to start with. Just sit on a sofa somewhere comfortable, even lie down and, um, and just start doing this thing. Honestly, your days will just become more focused and it just helps you quieten your brain and stop that overthinking. And if you're an anxious person or you have anxiety or you overthink things, you procrastinate, it's fantastic. Even if you have trouble sleeping yeah. because you yeah, pick up on noises too much or everything has to be perfect for you to sleep, like has to be perfectly dark, has to be perfectly quiet. Meditation can, will help solve that. Yeah, help you tune out a little I used to be like that and I can now sleep with the blinds open, window open, cars going by, clocks ticking and I fall asleep because it's the sounds of sleep now to me. Yeah. And it teaches you to just listen to that. But look, I'll finish before I tangent because I'm going to come in. Um, the, it's to do with meditation. Yeah, remember what you're going to say. Um, so painful. When I got up, so I did the stories of like, you know, I'm sat in this state now and it's hurting. When I got up, I, I am not joking when I said I hobbled back to the house. You know, when you, when you, your body goes, oh, don't move. 
Yeah. I'd stood up and he was like, no, this is all you got right now. Yeah. My knees, because they've been sat obviously cross-legged, my, my legs obviously aren't used to that lateral force yeah. coming across the knee. It did not like it. Yeah. I literally limped back into the house from being sat in a, like this meditative <laughs> position where when in it, I got comfortable. Yeah. Then when I came out of it, honestly, I would equate it to, you know, if you lie on your arm for too long with your head looking at a TV the wrong way and then mm. you try and turn your head straight and move your arm yeah. and it all just goes, ooh, no, 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 no. My, bod- my lower body did that. You just locked <laughs> up. I was giggling to myself as I hobbled back into the house going, if anyone could see me now, yeah. this would be hilarious. Lex Fitness and just like Look at Lex trying to walking. heal himself as he crippled walk back yeah. to the house. Yeah, just absolutely folded up. Look, what I wanted to say was it's basically on meditation as well, something that I've recently downloaded, the Calm app. So I've you used, spoke about this before. So I've used um, Headspace for a while. Mm. So Calm's a different one. And I actually really like it. I actually think I slightly prefer it. Um, I've got through it. Is this for sleeping or just med- or meditation? Meditation, okay. sleeping, motivation, exercise. There's loads on there. It's actually really good. Um, one that I've, I've nearly gone through the entirety of it, but LeBron's done a whole... Well, and it basically talks about the the things that he focuses on to get his head right, and all the pr- how how he deals with the pressure of being a high level sports person, yeah. and the things that he prioritizes in his his life. And it's narrated by him. It's his thing. Yeah. It's really cool. And they've got this from other people as well. But the LeBron one I really like. But they've got like morning meditations. They've got exercises or like yoga flow things to kind of go through. Um, I've got a thirty day trial that I can give to you if you want. If you want to yes. give it a go, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's the thing I liked about it is the fact that it wasn't just meditation because you sometimes want some. They even have some that are like sixty seconds, and you can do it while you're at work, and it's just like if you're like a breathing technique. Yeah, if you're just like for whatever reason getting super anxious, super stressed, and you just need you can't go and meditate for a few minutes, but you can go to the toilets, put your headphones in, just for like one minute, just try and. Get yourself together Re-centered. so you can carry on. Yeah, have a, have a bit of a reset. And I was like, you know, it covers so many different things. It just seemed really well, like really well-rounded. The fact that some of them were almost to make you enthusiastic, give you some energy to go train in the morning or whatever it is. And uh, yeah, just it was really good. I think it was like meant to be 25 quid for the year if yeah. you paid for the app. And then I, because I was just like, oh, I just want to see what's on there for free. I closed it down and they're like, oh, if you buy now, it's only 14 pounds <laughs> for the year. What? So I was just like, yeah, I think it was fourteen or fourteen ninety nine. Um, so I just bought a year of it for fifteen quid for the whole year. Yeah, and you and it's constant, constantly being updated. Seven to ten pounds a month. Yeah, yeah. So it was really good. But I can send you a like a free thirty day yeah, trial. Yeah, the rush at that. Um, but I really like it, and it is. It's just it's really well put together. Even the fact that when you the dashboard of the app. You set the background so, like, you can have like a rainforest, and you've just got water like dripping from the rainforest, or just a like I don't know different sounds, and it's seamless from when your video ends. It just fades into so it never feels like it's an abrupt like yeah, you're get, normally listening. Yeah. So it feels so much more smooth. Like I literally finished some meditations. And I'm like, is this definitely finished? And then I'm like, oh yeah, it is. It's yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's really you know nice. you've had a good one when you open your eyes kind of slowly kind of be like bringing yourself back to the real world you're like yeah, yeah that's when you know it's been a good, good yeah and, then, and some of them they're very guided so it will talk you through like um i like the body scan ones where they're like oh, start your you'll visualize yeah, yeah you know you'll, you'll be starting from a certain position and you're how you're, much you notice that you have to relax your face yeah how weird is that when he goes, and I relax your brow? And you go, oh, Christ. Yeah, and you don't realize you don't, you're there it, like this. Yeah, but you're not even like that. It's just like this subtle tension that's constantly there. And then mm. when you actively release it, you're like, 
oh my god yeah how how long has that been doing that yeah yeah you're you know everything's your musculature's kind of yeah tuned one of the in things alan like watts says is one of the stupidest things as humans that we do is tell tell ourselves you know, something like, pull yourself together. Mm. So what does that tell you as a kid when you hear that? Pull yourself together. So you begin to physically tighten muscles yeah. as you try to strain to re- to bring yourself back to together, to Into bring your yourself core, strong. Yeah. yeah. And so you're actively now creating tension through your body to try and de-stress yourself. It's, yeah. it's the stupidest theory. So it's the same as pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah. It's an impossible task. Yeah. It's not possible. To, it says we, and we're taught through childhood, just this is reiterated to us through our adulthood pull yourself together, you know, all this. so we're actively creating muscular tension through thought processes. Mm-hmm. And we wonder why we're so tight and stressed and knotted up all the time. Yeah. And meditation again, helps you realize these points. Like I said, my, I can feel my lower back, every, all these pain points from sitting in normal position because it's body's been so lazy at not doing so. There's so many benefits. Yeah. Calm. So, yeah. Calm. I'll send you the I link. Use, what's um, that one I use for sleep? Oh, it's called slumber. Yeah. Oh, they've got sleep ones as well. So oh, like they've got loads I mean, of sleep ones too that are, some of them are just stories. sounds. Some of them are stories. I like stories. Um, Cillian Murphy's done one. The, mm. there's, they've got like a load of celebrities that do these like bedtime stories and it's yeah. literally like him, he reads like a book to you. Yeah, really slowly. Yeah, yeah. And, and very, it is, very it's, calm. Yes, it's designed to send you to sleep. Well, it's the, meant to be kind of boring. The reason it works is because when someone's telling you a story, you're like, I can go to sleep someone tell me a story. I've listened to the story. They tell it so slow and the calming music behind it and stuff like that. And you're, what it does is pull your brain away from thought because you're listening just to the words. And eventually what that does is calm your mind and then you, you're, the tiredness takes over and you fall asleep. Yeah. Every so, night I go to sleep to stories. I, I put all your books on. That's yeah. how I go to sleep. I have the same one. I don't, I still haven't got to the end of it. It's only 40 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't get through the, the intro Yeah. because my brain and what it does is it creates a mechanism of when you hear these sounds and then you hear words that is training like a Pavlov's dog to get into the mode of sleep. Yeah. So it's training you to get into sleep. Now, it used to take me an hour to get to sleep. That still happens sometimes. Usually when I'm stressed, usually something's going on. But pretty much now, if I get into bed and put one of these things on, it's 10, 15 minutes, I'm gone. Yeah. I um I actually wanted to maybe do this as a short at some point, maybe not today, but one of them, because sleep's something that I've struggled with for years. And I have so many little things that I do now. No, let's do that as the short today. Yeah. It'll follow uh, on well from this. Yeah. yeah. That that um actually that load because everyone troubles has trouble sleeping at some point in their life. Or wake up. And yeah, waking up. Yeah. There I'm Both. I'm class, classifying this all as the same thing because they I've dealt with all of these um and I've read several books on sleep I've watched plenty of I've done a lot of research into this myself and I know loads of things that actually kind of some things you put you have to put a fair bit of effort in for not that much return and some things have a really good return on your investment so it's just worth fucking doing anyway whether you even you might not even know how badly you sleep you might (laughs) think oh I'm all right but you just wake up and you're always groggy and just like yeah but potentially you're you're waking up but you're not really to a point where you're conscious mm. but you're breaking that sleep pattern a little bit due to road yeah. noise whatever it might be and or habits yeah. habits that you've got used to waking up to pee in the night or something like that because that's just what you've done so yeah. but what you've done is trained your brain to wake you up every two or three hours mm. yeah and that's that's a bad you can create that you can create negative sleep patterns of course yeah like sleep it, called sleep hygiene yeah. that is the it's not like how clean you are yeah, yeah. It, sleep for whatever reason sleep hygiene is basically the mm. the habits and the procedures that you have um how how well yeah, it, the, yeah that's it, it that's it, enough to say facts we'll cover it in, in depth in the short yeah. yeah so uh it's something i have wanted to talk about because a few, a good one, few stories of people that i've 
like, they've I, been struggling recently and I've told them stuff and they've been like, now it was just like I'm actually a bit worried how because his wife is heavily pregnant and he's like I'm actually a bit worried how quickly and how deep I'm sleeping yeah. in case she needs me in the middle it's of the night fucking, and I'm gone. Yeah. It's so ch- it's honestly it can be it can be life changing when you start getting your sleep pattern back on track. Yeah. The problem is is if you're bad at sleeping, like me, you can fall out of your pattern like within a day. Yeah, me too. Because yeah, me you've, too. you've had that. Ha- some people are just inestly prone to being night owls, which yes. we'll talk about. Well, it's an actual, it's a circadian rhythm issue, and it's called the night owl gene. Yeah. And it means that your own body clock runs on a longer day cycle than mm. the day does. So your body clock runs at like 26 to 28 hours. And obviously the cycle of Earth and Sun is 24 hours. So you're constantly playing catch up. And that's why you have these issues. And, and it's, it's been proven. They found it actual. It's a genetic disorder. Yeah, yeah it is. There was, I don't know if I've spoken about on it on this before, but um, this I'm sure it was in like the... It's like the forties or fifties, and they um, they had a group of people that went off into a cave for like sixty days. It oh, was a really long period. Utter silence, thing. Completely pitch black. Yeah. There wasn't silence. It was just completely pitch black. There was no, there was nothing external. No clocks. Nothing that was able to externally dictate the the time of day. Oh, okay, and yeah. All of their their sleep, everything got tracked throughout the the entire time, and some people's circadian and people's circadian rhythms drifted from the the norm daylight hours yeah. some people shifted earlier so they woke early went to bed early some people went to bed late stayed stayed awake sorry stayed in bed later but then also people's days some people's elongated some people's shortened so some people literally function better on like six hours sleep more hours awake other people function better on 10 hours sleep and yeah. so it just shows how much that varies so the we're trying to fit think, into this box. Do you think boredom would have been a factor in that, though, if they're stuck in a cave? Boredom would be a factor, but they seem to, like, even even levelling out for that, the... the Because, the, you know, you're bored, I'm going to fuck it, I'm going to sleep, nothing's happening. Oof. Yeah, there you is know? that. Of course, you, you are going to be bored. There's going to be loads of other factors to it, but yeah. it kind of showed that the, the natural circadian rhythm, we're we're trying to put a square peg into a round hole. We're, we're yeah. following... Because especially now, there's this dogma of, like, productive people wake up early in the morning and do this and do that. Yeah. And why? But they've also shown, you know, those people that used to say sleep when you're dead, work through, you've got to power through, you know, burn, you know, that whole yeah, work, yeah. When, you know, sleep when you're dead, work till you fall kind of yeah. job. They've proven that that is actually really counterproductive. Yeah, the whole Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, <laughs> you need to sleep faster. <laughs> is that, well, Rob Bailey was a big advocate of it, wasn't he, for a long time. But mm-hmm. then he came out after saying how much they'd actually relationship struggled, loads of things struggled. Yeah, he got work done, but he himself began to crumble mm-hmm. mentally, relationships oh, crushed. Yeah, and it is counterproductive. So sometimes you have to pull back to get more done. It's it's a it's the quality it's the quality thing. of work as well. Like in in exactly. some yeah, some more progressive true. company uh, countries, sorry, where they're reducing the like to a four day work week, but people are actually more productive because they're they're more focused, more energized yeah. from having more time to themselves, reducing workout working hours. All these it's the same thing for sleep. Like not yeah. volume when it comes to workload volume is not everything because there's a point of diminishing returns where you potentially can achieve more in a shorter time frame if you actually spend time replenishing your energy giving yourself you know putting yourself in a good mental state pulling away from the work and giving that de-stress time like me like thinking oh i'm a night owl so i do more work at night no you do more work but you get not the you don't get any more done it just takes you longer to do it yeah like, so if i started to treat retrain myself to be focused within certain hours within the day mm. and get work done within those hours 
rather than leaving it later because I feel like I'm awake when I'm later, when actually all that's happening is it's just taking me longer to do the same amount of work yeah. because I'm awake. Yeah. But I'm actually deteriorating without realizing it. Yeah, so, you're getting tired and you're like struggling through yeah. it. You probably could have got that same amount of work done in half the time frame. Yep. If yeah, if you got it started, if, you, if, you, if I kept my procrastination under control during the wake, during the time I was awake, but because my brain's so like blah blah blah, blah when I'm in that wake mode, I get distracted so easily because there's so much energy going on, and, that, and obviously I'm on that spectrum of the ADHD where it's like hyper focus. Yeah. So whatever I'm pulled towards, I'll fuck off for that for like two hours. Mm. Whether it, and it could be work or it could be finding the color green. Yeah. You know, it, <laughs> or, or learning about 1990s wrestlers. Yeah. It just I, because I I lose that concept of time. It's an actual thing. Like I have it's hyper focus where you actually lose the concept of time. To me, what seems like 20 minutes is two hours. And yeah. I, I, honestly, I can't explain it to you. I sometimes look up and think the clock's wrong. Yeah. Like it's that bad. It's terrible. Yeah, it is. It's a real problem. But and you have to like just be aware of them. Yeah, that's it. And it's kind of using these things to, to be more productive in general. And there's a there's actually, because you know how everyone's always like, oh, teenagers are so lazy. Yeah. There's, again, this is something that's been like looked at. And their, hours. their circadian rhythm shifts. Yeah. As, so as you start off as a young child, you have a circadian rhythm yeah. and then it starts to shift as you get into like teens, into puberty especially. There's a massive swing for waking a lot later and staying awake awake a lot later right, and then as know. as you get a little bit older so then kind of into your into your mid-20s that's when it starts to shift back a little bit for some people not everybody mm. um and then you you'll kind of wake up a little bit earlier go to want to go to bed a bit earlier and that literally like every i'm sure it's like every 10 years of age you the average wake time reduces by half an hour hmm. so at 80 you'd go, you know, you'd wake up half an hour earlier than you would at 70. Yeah, because you always see those old people who'd be like up after five hours. Yeah. You know, crack a door every day. Like, and Shh. But that's partially because their sleep schedule, like their, their abilities to sleep deteriorates um, due to like hormones and things like that, which can be sorted as well. But um, one of the theories, which I thought was quite cool, of why, because this is something that's like very well known, but they they can only, they can only make assumptions on why the there's this weird circadian shift through this kind of like teen period is because when we kind of were in kind of tribes this was the the coming of age teenagers a bit of opportunity of independence where yeah. there wasn't the adults around so every, the adults went to bed and the teenagers stayed up a little bit they got to be independent a little bit more it was their only time to be on their own and be independent yeah. um and then as they kind of learnt the skills that they needed to on their own, had that little bit of freedom and that taste of freedom, then they started their circadian rhythm started to shift and put them back into the the, the rest of the the, the tribe's tribe. kind of that's schedule. Fucking crazy, and that's, that, that's how it's estimated. And it makes a lot of sense because. Yeah. Um, but that's mad, isn't it? How like the circadian rhythm allows you a little bit of freedom because mm. it knows you're younger. But, but it, I think it is. It's really important for the longer. yeah for the development of the brain yeah. and being independent and and obviously and I guess if your hormones are flying high, you've got that exuberant attitude towards life as well. More like more energy to go and do stuff because like, yeah. it's still growing and everything's still made of just you know jelly beans and hope. Mm. I remember. I remember it was. Can you remember Ray William Johnson on YouTube? He had like a, an equals three. It was where he just he'd do like a he was like a, a comedian and he would just he'd put three funny viral videos that came up and he would just like talk over them, just like make it cracking jokes. No, and yeah. it was always like the three biggest, and that was what it was, equals three. It was massive. He had like the most followers. So before PewDiePie got to the number one spot, he he had it. Um, 
he still does stuff now, but he disappeared for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and I remember him making a joke, and this was me as a kid, and I and like, and it was a fo- it was a joke, but I remember like looking into his eyes and being like, he means this, um, <laughs> and like it was basically him saying something along the lines of, uh, look how like look how um hopeful they were and it's like they're they're not at a point where life's beaten all the hope out of them and i remember Fantastic. thinking I, was like, I know so many people that like life has beaten all the fucking yeah, well if you let the, it the, the i don't know the positivity the 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 i don't know I'm, I'm not what's the word i'm looking for hope it's not hope it's just like that kind of enthusiasm and the the the, the drive to do something and really like make a change and and you know it Enthusiasm for life, yeah, yeah and well, just no, yeah, the dream, the dream, yeah, the dreamy attitude, ha- yeah, yeah, having having a fucking dream and, and, and wanting to chase it, yeah, and I, and everybody who I was around seemed to be that like adult wise, everyone seemed to be that way. Everyone was just going about their day, and maybe they did have dreams that they just kept to themselves, and I and I remember being like, again, I'm, I'm like, sure they did have fucking, dreams, it just it wasn't to be realised because it wasn't part of the, the you know the 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 flow of where they need to be for life. You know, you had to have a stable job. You had to be doing this. It was that, you yeah. know, there's very rigid boundaries. Yeah. Not so much anymore. People don't realize that now. Like the boundaries have been broadened yeah, massively. massively since, you know, the internet and everything. Yeah. And, and I remember this as a kid who was like wanting to fucking, again, like hyperactive, wanting to fucking do everything, see everything and like achieve everything that was possible. Even though like, I don't know, I had, I definitely had my limitations, but I was like, fuck that shit. Like, I'm not. I'm not gonna let. I'm not going to let being an adult beat me down. <laughs> yeah, and that's something that I've always like. I've always kept hold of, and like it was literally me as a school child watching a comedy throwaway video that's lost in like a massive collection of them. But I remember that moment, and it's never it gone away. Just gets ingrained. Mm, yeah, I just remember that one thing, and I was just like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be like, that, that person. Landed so hard that you remembered it for like, like twenty plus years. Yeah, to the point where like you know. The, that's why I fucking pushed so hard to get the business because this is something that I'm passionate about. I was like, I'm not going to be one of them people that just gives up on what they actually want to do. Going to keep pushing to make a change, even when you, you're constantly meeting resistance, which realistically, if you've got a decent dream, if you, unless your dream is like, I want to work at Mackey's. I want to make helicopters <laughs> for bunnies. <laughs> yeah, you know, let, you know, if you've got a dream that's really going to be a challenge... You're gonna, it's gonna yeah, it's yeah. gonna fucking you're gonna have to put in some serious work. I think that's the like, problem with a lot of people is that they have a dream and think it's just owed to them. Yeah, yeah, I think that's unfortunately where it's right. swung. What well. do you want to do? Oh, I'm gonna be a property developer. Right, how are you gonna do that? Well, I'm gonna buy one property, small, and then build in. All right, how do you go about doing that? And they have no clue. Mm. They just think you just go and easily buy something. Yeah, do it up, no problem. Yeah, don't even sell know how it to for do more a money because properties, you know, you know, suitable. It's it's one of those boundary-driven that's, that's avenues. A, that's a throwaway statement as well, though, isn't yeah. it? Like, yeah, I'd fucking love to do it as well, but... If it was that easy, like, this is the thing that jumps me, is if it was that easy, do you not think you would know a shit ton of people doing it? Yeah. You know, like, they'll know two people doing it. I was like, how many people do you know, though? Mm. You know, but they only focus on, well, they do it. Yeah. And there's no concept of the actual legwork it takes to do the dream. And mm. they're the people that will end up hating the life and having no dreams because they end up in something they don't want to do. Yeah. Because yeah. they have to, because they've got to still earn money somehow. Yeah, yeah. Is it, it's a uh, like? Don't get me wrong. Like you, you'll have loads of things that uh, oh, shit will fail. Yeah, that that will go wrong. It won't yeah. all be successful. But I think that that's actually where the lesson is. The lesson isn't necessarily like follow your dream and achieve it. 
because look at the statistics on businesses. I'm sure it's like 75% of business, 75% of businesses fail within the first five years. Yeah. I think. And then I'm sure the remaining 25%, 75% of them fail within the following five years. Which sucks. Yeah. Because that, that's so much time so, lost. Yeah. So that leaves a real small margin for success for the vast majority of people. Yeah. But the, the point of that is that when it still goes wrong, you don't just fucking give up. You reassess, learn learn from that process. And then if in that reassessment process, you've realized this dream wasn't actually all that I thought it was going to be. Maybe I need to look at something else. And maybe, and this isn't like, you know, everyone everyone fucking idolizes the, the oh, fucking pisses me off when people say entrepreneur. You haven't got entrepreneur in your bio, have you? No. Good. You better not. No, I really don't. I don't think I do. No, I don't. No, I don't. That annoys me, entrepreneur, because it's such a fucking vague statement, and people like uh, idealize this thing. But realistically, it's not a made-up word, though. Entrepreneur is a no. Thing. I know it's a thing, but it's just but like it's that you can't. It's like me calling myself a doctor because I got a lab coat. Yeah, just because it, you've it's like, just so. I could go to company's house now, pay fifteen pounds, and register a company. I'm now yeah, an entrepreneur. Yeah, giant big floppydicks.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Limited. Yeah, limited. What's your, what's your dream? I'm going to sell giant rubber floppy dicks. That, well, people do genuinely do that. Yeah, um, somebody's doing really well at it. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, but what, does, what does it fucking mean? It's such, a, it's such a statement. It's like functional training. It's like that. It's something yeah. that's just been bastardized now. Um, so it's just a coverall statement, and it's just blowing smoke up yours or somebody else's ass, in my opinion. And, like, I don't know. The... Some people, it's perfectly valid for your dream to settle down with a job that you are okay with, with a partner who you love and have kids or yeah. not have kids. A job that makes or, you enough money to do what you want to do at a weekend. Gives you the, yeah, gives you the, what you need. yeah, it literally yeah. pays the bills. You're comfortable. You can do the things that you want to do, but you don't have a load of yeah, pressure. Yeah, not everybody has to sell big giant floppy rubber dicks no, as, exactly. as a dream like, and make it work. It's... That should be actually focused we, on a bit We more. can't. If everybody did try to sell big giant rubber, I mean, there would just be too many rubber dicks in the world. Nobody would be successful. Exactly. But also, if everybody did try to just be entrepreneurial and there weren't those people willing to sit in those boundary-laden jobs, yeah. society would literally collapse. Yeah. Like you could not have me running the waterworks, electricity companies, mobile phone centers. You, we, you would all have great fun for about two weeks, and then everything would burn. Yeah. The, well, there's there's a real um, for especially certain personality types because this varies massively. Yeah. In doing something that is a you know a fairly repetitive job, but you know whether he, whether they're a cleaner, some people get a lot of fulfillment from doing that job. It ticks a box for them. It's stress free. It allows them to live the life that they want to lead. And I think that that is now almost frowned upon. That like, oh, you want to just do this thing? It's just like, yeah. well, why? Why does everyone have to always fucking push the boundaries? No. What's wrong with just being a normal yeah. person? If you're happy, be fucking normal. Do yeah. the normal job. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like I know we've done videos probably to the opposite of this, where we're saying, oh, I you think can we have always said though that there is like, that there is that criteria where we need people to do the repetitive I'm checking stuff. Checking your bio. Wow. <laughs> do it. I'm pretty sure because I'll slap myself if it isn't there. <laughs> Fuck, I hope it's not. I'm going to have my hands up. Oh, shit, I've got rings on. Oh, don't be there, 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 don't be there. Come on, Lex, you're better than this. No, you're all right. Yes, no ring slaps. Yeah, you're right. That would have hurt as well, that's a big ring. Yeah. If anyone here listening to this has got entrepreneur in their bio, fucking slap I do, I do go, when I see it. Yeah, like, and I do get it, and there is that temptation of like, oh, yeah, i got business. No, it's great, yeah. But just don't, you know. 
Mm. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Mm. So it, it's yeah. like it's like using the term hipster that always used to really bug me. Yeah, it's not a fucking hipster just because somebody dresses a certain way. You don't call, you, like, you don't walk around calling somebody who wears Chanel a, some, a name. Yeah, but that's the same thing as what they labeled hipsters as. No, hipsters wasn't anything. It was just it was a resurgence of like 80s and 90s fashion. Yeah, fuck off. Labeling, oh, all these fucking hipsters. Like, because you dress a certain way, made you a certain person. Don't put your labels on us. Just, yeah. But like, <laughs> that used to really annoy me. I'm like, but you know what? The hipsters are probably doing more for the society than you are, you mm. tit. You should be, the tits is what we're going to call you lot. Yeah. But just because, and as well, maybe some people, you know, like wore a flannel shirt and everyone thought they're hipster. No, that's just Dave. He's worn flannel shirts his entire fucking life. Yeah, and just because it's become popular again now. <laughs> yeah. Dave doesn't know. Yeah. Dave just doesn't care. Lumping people into these terms that used to drive me nuts. Yeah. They'd be like, and what and what of hipsters that you keep criticizing? What have they done? Help gentrification of downtrodden areas. That's what they've fucking done. So you go walk around those places where there used to be shit on the floor, derelict buildings, where you can now go and have a nice coffee and some Dig really this. quirky food. Yeah. You can thank the fucking hipsters for that, you tit. Yeah, uh, when we went to, um, where's Box Park now? The like, Oh, yeah, no. Uh, Don't ask me about geography, dude. Dead pigeon over here. Yeah. Dead pigeon. But, yeah. So the, London yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, in London. Was it Shoreditch? Shoreditch, yes. Is that where we stayed? Yeah, yeah. Was it Shoreditch? Yeah. Shoreditch is cool. Shoreditch is a prime example. Yeah, that's like, yeah, that's the kind of, yeah. and again. I think Camden was the start of it all yeah. in London, wasn't that a bit? Yeah. Brick Lane, was one called Brick Lane. That's quite a, a good one of it as well. Yeah, that's a cool mm. area. Wow, we covered some topics. I know that was a good one. I just I felt like I've ranted. Quite bit a of a rant. Bit of a rant. I'm, really I'm sure a lot now. of you were along with us, like fucking yeah, fucking yeah. My temperature has definitely gone up. Yeah, that, like, I got mad. Yeah. I got mad. But uh, there was there are things in the world to get mad at, and rightfully so. Mm. And, and what I want you to do is fucking take your power back from these fucking systems that put you in boxes. Just don't be afraid to say. I know because people look at authoritarian people as something they can't challenge, but you fucking can and should if you know you're in the right and you're not being an asshole and you're not wasting people's time and you have a legitimate cause, fucking power through. Fuck the man. Be a thorn in the fucking side because eventually you'll help other people for being so. Yeah. And put your com- fucking complaint about doctors. Every time I hear, I've heard I so think just in many general, things. Like, don't, uh, be, don't be com- a Karen. No, like, don't be a Karen. I'm saying if somebody fucks something up, make people aware that that was a fuck up. Log something formal, especially for this one reason. If you've logged it and it's on your record that you logged it mm-hmm. and you know you're cool because it was a legitimate thing you put it in for. If something happens again, they'll go to your record, they'll see you logged a complaint, they'll see that it wasn't that what wasn't dealt with properly, and they will make more of a fucking effort with you next time because they know yeah. that you're somebody who will pull them up on their shit. Yeah, yeah, that's a very so good it's point. It's gonna benefit you in the long term to and do that. That knock on effect for other people, like that might mean that the next person who they see is gonna get a better quality of service. Yeah. So you're you're doing somebody else or doing many other people a favour. Yeah, it's no different to just you know, somebody saying, Oh, ignore them, they won't make much of a fuss. That's pretty much what they're doing to you, yeah. Because they're dealing with thousands of people at a time, so you're just a, just a number. Yeah. So make yourself a bit more than a fucking number. Do it in life as well. There you go. You've always got life lessons. Yeah. Yeah. Stick it. Be that thorn, but then be a happy one. Be be the thorn of justice. <laughs> <laughs> the worst superhero ever. Thorn of justice. It's the thorn. Do, 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 do. Just stab. <laughs> You'll awkwardly. It'll, you, in a mundane moment, Thorn. Pink. Mm-hmm. Should we wrap this one up? Yeah. I feel, I feel <laughs> like it's just petered out now. We've, we've had a guy. I feel better. Yeah, I do as well.
Feel I, de-stressed. I need to. Uh, we'll get everything ready, and we'll, we're going to we're going to record the uh, yeah, the I'm sleep. I have to let the person know I'm not going to make it to film at seven p.m. because it is now seven p.m. already. I don't know how. Holy See? crap! Right, the time jumps from being lax. You have all been brought into the ADHD world of Lex's hyperfocus. <laughs> have a lovely day. But we you know, yeah, we're going to leave you with that one. Sun's out. Times have changed. Longer evenings, sunnier days, brighter skies. Leave it all behind. Leave the shit behind. Uh, one thing I did learn this week, I'll actually leave you with this one. Your past shouldn't be something that pushes you forward. It should be left as a trail behind you, like the wake of water behind a ship. That's what your past is. That's all it should be, is a trail behind you, not something that pushes you forward. Makes a lot of sense, actually. I'll leave you that I've one. never heard that analogy before, but I like yeah. it. Uh, yeah, stuck with me this week. So there you go. Leave the bad in the week gone. Bring forward the good. Have a great fucking week. Toodle pip. Toodle pip. Thank <laughs> you.